Hello, hello. It's me, Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl, here in Hungryland, as always, with Mikey and Jamie. How are you guys? Good. How are you? Good. We are here. We are. Can we change it to Hungryland USA? <laughs> yes. Cool. It's official. Yeah. <laughs> Hungryland USA. We yeah, need, like, I feel like we need flags everywhere yeah. if we do that. A yeah. map. Be like Candyland. That's fun. Let's All right. Oh, a board game. <gasps> we, I know. Somebody once pitched a board game. We should do that. All right. Um, it sounds like fun. But today's episode, I'm not going to say it's not going to be fun, but it's a little more serious. Mm. I feel like every week, like lately, we've just been having so much fun. We've been <laughs> eating, like shoving food in our faces all mm-hmm. the whole show. Mm-hmm. And this week is not like that. I'm, I'm a little sad, but also happy because I know how helpful it's going to be. Yeah, it's a very necessary episode. It's very necessary. So this week, we are going to be answering your top weight loss questions. Cool. So, And by you, I mean you, you the person out there who's walking with their headphones on mm-hmm. right now. If you emailed in or if you posted on our community page on Facebook, maybe we will be answering your questions. Yeah, there were a lot of them. We a did ask the community ones. and a lot of people weighed in. Yeah, I mean, it's because at the end of the day, like uh, Hungry Girl is a lifestyle brand. It's about making smart food choices. But I started the brand back in 2004. And back then, and as much as people don't necessarily want to admit it, to this day, it still is about losing weight. Mm-hmm. It's sure a lot of people are just on maintenance, but people we, we as Americans are still extremely overweight. It's true. Mm-hmm. And trying and struggling mm-hmm. every single day and always looking for that magic bullet. It's like that will never change. I remember when I started Hungry Girl, it was right when the low carb craze mm-hmm. was happening and every other storefront was a low carb store. Mm-hmm. So there's always a different trend about dieting and people are always looking to latch on to one thing and find that enemy or that magic little easy fix that's mm-hmm. going to make them get skinny. Mm. So you're saying you're not going to reveal that today, the one magic thing? Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Wait no, till I mean, the end of the episode, <laughs> teaser. No, there are a lot of magic things, but like there's no one thing you can do. But the thing that is happening now, the trend that's happening now that I personally find a little frustrating mm-hmm. is the no diet culture trend, which mm. for most people I think can be a little bit of a dangerous thing. I bet I have... But I have a lot of friends, like close friends, who mm-hmm. are nutrition professionals, mm-hmm. actually, that would disagree with me. But I don't know. Jamie, you know how we feel here. Yeah, I mean, I hear a lot about like, oh, if you just focused on mindful eating, you don't have to eat low-calorie foods. And if you just eat whole natural foods, you don't have to count calories. Unrealistic. There are so many messages out there. And then there was like, I don't know if I hear it as much, but the fat and happy, fat and healthy. Uh. Like, I'm just eating all good, natural, whole foods. And I don't care if I'm overweight. It still makes me feel better. It's just not realistic. Even... People, I know some people that are very overweight that have done the whole 30 and like they'll lose like two pounds and Mm -hmm. feel like it's been the biggest success of their lives. Right. And I mean, I think it's great to focus on eating healthier and making better choices, but we can't ignore the fact that being overweight is bad for your health. That is true. And at the end of the day, it's more about that. Like Mm -hmm. what is causing us to be, to get sick, Mm -hmm. to not be healthy, to not live as long as we can. A lot of times it's just about being overweight. Mm -hmm. And you have to think about that. And and a lot of people in our world know that. And mm-hmm. that's why they look to Hungry Girl and they look to all of the content that we produce and all the tips and all the recipes to really help them get to a healthy weight. Mm-hmm. And so we thought this episode it would be great to touch on a bunch of those topics, the things that we hear over and over are either things that 
people need help with or that they struggle with. And I'm kind of really excited about hitting those things I am today. Too. Yeah. How about you, Mike? Yeah, I'm excited. You excited? I am. I'm, 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 we're not eating, so I'm a little disappointed, but... <laughs> we're not going to talk about peanut butter. Yeah, it's okay. Well, there might be a question about peanut butter. Huh? There's no. not. There's not. Oh. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Not There's like, no. what's the healthiest <laughs> peanut butter? Another no. episode. We can do a whole peanut butter episode okay. for you down the road. Down tomorrow, that down. Yes, yes, yes. But, you know, the whole idea of the unrealistic messages and that diets don't work and like, I, it, I don't care how you f- you spin it. It is at the end of the day, you have to burn more calories than you take in. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. And however you make that happen, whatever works for you is going to be your personal success. Like for me, I know it was about finally being more realistic about the foods that made me eat more calories. Mm. Like I used to think, oh, if I just eat things that were low in fat or if I scoop out a bagel and put jelly on it and eat fat-free pretzels, I'm going to lose weight. And I realized those foods just made me eat more. I Mm -hmm. call them trigger foods. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for me, a trigger food, for for some people, it's chocolate Mm -hmm. and sweets. Not me. I can eat one M&M. I'm happy. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) But it was pretzels. Like pretzels made me gain 9 billion pounds. Mm -hmm. Not 9 million, but 20 pounds, 25 pounds. I would eat a whole bag of pretzels. like, And I mean 11 servings, Mm -hmm. not like an individual bag. So it's not so much foods that are high in calories, but it's foods that cause you to eat more calories because you can't stop eating them. Exactly. Yeah. Chocolate. Would chocolate covered pretzels make you eat a lot more? No, that would stop me. That's interesting. The chocolate stops me. Wow. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. The chocolate is like, oh, I like a chocolate covered pretzel. I could have one. Wow. Take the chocolate off. I have to eat the well, whole. Well, there bag. you go. That's your diet. Then we just <laughs> every time we see you with pretzels, we throw chocolate <laughs> chips on them. Just start pelting me with chocolate. <laughs> I'll open my mouth. Um, but yeah, it's like it, it. At the end of the day, you have to figure out what works for you. And Jamie, like you had a different experience. Yeah, and and it's different than how I am today. But when I, you know, so I've been about forty five pounds heavier than I am now. And what worked for me was. A, I needed Weight Watchers. I needed something specific. I needed you to tell me what to do. (laughs) So the point system really worked for me. But I wasn't ready to give up a lot of my trigger foods. So for me, it was low calorie swaps. I ate a, a, you know, a 50 calorie fudge pop, a frozen fudge pop every night. And that was, that was for me, what I needed to give up ice cream. And I still hit my point value and was Mm -hmm. able to lose weight. So it was a lot of baked chips and low calorie frozen pops and light popcorn and I feel like most people I didn't feel do deprived that. that way. And and I live more like in the maintenance world. Mm-hmm. That's how I maintain, but I still try to avoid those mm-hmm. things. So it really is about, well, now you really avoid right. those things. Right, but starting out, and that's, I know, a big topic we're going to cover today. Starting out, that was what I needed. I needed something realistic. And exactly, in today's diet culture, there might be some people that say, oh, don't eat light popcorn. Just eat a small amount of regular, that wouldn't have worked for me. Right, or just eat a carrot. Right. And don't that wouldn't have popcorn. worked for me either. <laughs> right. For me, I would be eating the carrot mm-hmm. because it's like if I eat a little bit of popcorn, I'm mm-hmm. going to want more popcorn. Mm-hmm. But it is the, the number one thing I can say is people pay attention to how you're feeling and how foods make you feel. Mm-hmm. And a, a lot of times people just don't have that motivation to start. Like, how do you what find is that? I think it's something has to 
snap Mm -hmm. in your brain. Like, I don't know, sometimes for some people, it's like I saw a picture of myself. Mm -hmm. I went to a wedding and I was trying on bridesmaids dresses and everyone else was a size six and I was a size 16. That is my exact story, by the way. Really? Yeah. That was a breaking point for me is that I had a wedding to go to. It was a size I had never worn before, this bridesmaids dress. They run so small. I know. Don't feel bad. (laughs) It was still pretty big. But then cut to six months later, I was going to another wedding. It was one of those dresses you could wear again. And I packed it and went. It was an hour and a half away. And I was at the hotel and I went to zip it up and it would not move. And I finally got it up, but it was like busting at the seams. And I show up and my very thin cousin is wearing also a floor length red gown. And she's like a size two. And it was just like, it was so humiliating. And Um, that was what I needed to just be like, I don't want to be this. I don't want to be sad. And it made me sad. I still can't get over the fact that you brought the dress without trying it on before you went. I thought I wore it six months ago. Wow. But that is, you know what? That was your moment. Mm -hmm. And that's what people need. Mm -hmm. People really need that. And once you have that moment, Mm -hmm. then you're like, well, how do I do it? Mm -hmm. How do I start? What, you know, what do we do to kick this weight loss off? And what's the right program for me? Did you have a moment like that? My moment was more... um, it was about sitting with a trainer. I was sitting with this, I remember his name. Should I name him? Yeah. His name was Owen McKibben. And I worked for Warner Brothers at the time. And we were working with him on an exercise video. There was something about him. He was on the cover of Men's Health all the time. He was cute and seemed, you know, very energetic. Mm-hmm. And he started talking about giving up carbs. Like if you don't eat carbs before four o'clock or, or after four o'clock, or I don't even remember what it was. And I was thinking, wow. It was at that moment that I realized it's the carbs. It's Mm -hmm. the dry carbs that are getting to me. And after that meeting, for whatever reason, I was like, I'm giving up those carbs. Forget about 4 p.m. or 6 p.m. I'm going to say 30 days, no dry carbs. And 30 days turned into a year. Because once I I let them go. It worked. I didn't miss them. Right. Mm -hmm. Like once you stop having them, you don't really miss them. Do you think there's a way to force a moment? So let's say... You don't have that experience. Let's say you're listening to that and you're like, that sounds great. I want to be kickstarted, but I haven't had that moment happen to me. Is there a way to kind of trick yourself into that? Yeah. Like I would say go, if you're not happy with your weight, like go put on some outfit Mm -hmm. that you feel like you won't look great in and then look at yourself or Mm -hmm. take a picture of yourself and maybe go to the mall and pick out like a, you know, reasonable goal outfit like in 15 pounds i could wear this outfit yeah that's that is good too or just find something in your closet that you know you loved Mm -hmm. that you always felt great in Mm -hmm. that sometimes is more powerful Mm -hmm. you know um but something anything you could you could force that moment i think too like envisioning and i know we had talked about this earlier like who do you want to be in six months you know and if you think i want to be comfortable in my own skin i want to be able to wear pants that actually have a button and a fly and aren't stretch pants you know like mm-hmm. and, no and sort of yeah as i sit here in my leggings and six months is going to happen mm-hmm. whether or not you're this size 10 pounds more 20 pounds less that time if you think that time is such an investment and how will you ever make it no matter what that six months is going to be here yeah guess one six months yeah who, who do you <laughs> so want to be you might months. as well be yeah you might as well be a person that you're happier with and a little bit smaller. This can be your moment. Honestly, this podcast could be your moment where you say, you know what? Six months from now, we should do a six month episode. Check in. We should. Yeah. We should. No, Definitely. this is great. I, you know what? This is motivating me. Yeah. This is great. So um, when you decide, like one of the questions that people ask and specific, specifically Ariel B has asked, how do you calculate how many calories you should be eating and when to decrease as you lose weight? 
Like that's another thing. People don't know exactly how many calories they should be eating. And you hear so many conflicting things, Mm -hmm. but the short answer is there are places, there are resources, even online. It used to be like, you'd have to go to a medical professional. Mm -hmm. You'd have to ask people, but there are online calorie calculators. They're not perfect. It's not an exact science. Everybody works different, but these online calorie calculators take into, you know, consideration, many factors, your gender, your age, your height, your weight, your level of activity, and then you plug in all that information Mm -hmm. and it spits out a number that's usually pretty accurate. Yeah. And it's a good starting point. That's the thing too, is you can always, and we talk about this in the Hungry Girl Diet book, start with that number, see how it goes for a week. If the scale doesn't budge, okay, maybe decrease by 50 calories a day. Like, you know, you can, it's a starting point. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there are diets that do that guesswork, that do that hard work for mm-hmm. you. And that's probably why Weight Watchers is, and I always said it was a way to help you count calories without counting calories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It tricks you into, when you count points, essentially, you're pretty much counting calories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And certain Weight Watchers plans, I don't know, they, they always change up their point system. And there were ways to cheat the system. To mm-hmm. this day, there are ways to cheat the system. If you have yeah. nine bananas, mm-hmm. right, bananas are zero points. Yeah. If you eat nine bananas, you're not losing weight, mm-hmm. unless that's all you eat all day. That's but true. don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. But like, you can always cheat the system, but mm-hmm. you're only cheating yourself yeah. mm-hmm. if you cheat the system. So, and we even have a diet plan, Hungry Girl Diet. It's a good one. <laughs> it's great. Jamie, you were like spearheading, overseeing our test group. Yeah, we had a great test group. They lost an average of 10 pounds in four weeks. And that's not just the successful people. That's every single person we averaged it and they lost an average of 10 pounds in four weeks. That's great. And those diets, there's a 1,200 calorie version and then a Mm 1,500 calorie version for people that either weigh a little more or Mm -hmm. a little more active. And you don't have to count because it's all figured out. We give you them. We tell you what you can eat and you'll hit those numbers. And we have really easy recipes. Mm -hmm. I want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you look fantastic. I can lose a pound or two. I'm not. But what if you lose 10? I don't want to lose 10. I could lose 10. I could probably go. Try, just try it for fun. Actually, when Jamie and I met, I was 10 pounds lighter. You were? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Should we put Mike on the Hungry Girl Diet? We can. I'll do it. I've put people on the Hungry Four Girl Diet. Four weeks? I could do it. No peanut butter. You have to eat a lot. No peanut butter? There is a lot of food. That's the thing. There's a lot of food. And that diet is based on... Okay, so we'll talk a little bit about this. I am a volume eater. If you think about volumetrics and eating more and, and feeling satisfied, that's me. Like, I... You know, did it bug me a little when people were like, there's too much food on the Hungry Girl Diet. I can't eat it all. It's like, come on. You're, you're, you didn't, you, you're, you're not, maybe not being honest with yourself. You didn't get to be, if you have 50 pounds or 80 pounds to mm-hmm. lose, you, you don't have that because you think eating a piece of toast is too much food. It's, people are eating more food. So mm-hmm. if, if you're eating it and not being honest or you're eating it at different times, right. this is a way to eat all that food and have it be healthy food and you eat it at the right times. Mm-hmm. And it's just great. Yeah. It's like we have a photo. We should run that photo of the amount of food that oh, you get yes, in a day. in a day. Yeah. yeah. We'll run that. Yeah. Um, so if you need help um, that specifically, and even to jumpstart, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not big on fad diets. And I'm not, the Hungry Girl diet's not a fad diet, but mm-hmm. it's a great jumpstart. And there are other ways to jumpstart. So for some people, it might be the Whole30. For some people, it could be keto, although that's so not. It's a little bit foreign in our world. Mm-hmm. It could be a master cleanse. That's I lasted the, five days, by the way. You've dabbled with intermittent fasting, right? I have. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. I like it. If you can, if you can do it. Yeah. But like, I know people, 
and if you're out there listening, you may know, they do intermittent fasting and they lose and gain the same three pounds right. every week. Mm-hmm. So it's not, I, I like it. I knew someone actually that got really thin by not eating on Fridays. She just didn't eat on Fridays. And she looks amazing. She ended up losing 15 or 20 pounds. She became a trainer. She did it. And it was great. I would eat so much on Saturday and Sunday. (laughs) That would not work for me. Yeah, maybe you should do Monday. Um, Monday would be the day with no food. It would be easier. You know what's great, though, about the Hungry Girl diet, like it being a jumpstart and not a fad, is that it teaches you. It teaches you how to eat. That When you finish that, you all of a sudden are like, oh, my God, I can have a giant salad for 300 calories or I can have a teeny tiny you know, Whopper Jr. for 300. Right. It teaches same. you. Same with Weight Watchers. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't believe, like, I remember in the early days, I would meet women who were in their fifties and sixties and they would say, I'm never eating a bagel again. Mm-hmm. I ate a bagel every single day of my life. And now that I know a bagel is nine points, right, right. Or whatever it was at that time, it changes, it mm-hmm. fluctuates. It's probably now 12 points. Who knows? <laughs> the big New York bagels. Mm-hmm. So you're learning. Yeah. And once you know, you know, that's why. I don't think fad diets are ideal, but I do think they're a great way to like reset. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, ah, now I'm like six pounds down. Mm -hmm. Now it's going to be easy for me to just make those swaps or find something else. Well, what else? I know like along the same topic, um, Sherry C had said, you know, I would love lots of tips for those just starting out. Like what are some specific things that we can do to kind of get us started? Okay. What first thing you can do, write everything down. Like literally write everything down. Today I went and got the mail. <laughs> there was a letter from Ma. Every, everything that you eat. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. I was wondering Jamie why Jamie would be a good teacher. She's You'd always be writing. such a good elementary school teacher. So wait, are you she's, writing everything that you do? You're always writing at home like that. Yeah. yeah. When so. She's just writing complaints about you that no, she's going to send to somebody. At night when you're like babbling on and I'm ignoring you, it's because I'm writing down my food. She's writing down oh, okay. my food. See, and I have like scratch paper. I think I talk about this all the time. All over my desk with ran. You can tell how... Often I clean my desk by like seeing the things that I ate from four weeks ago on paper. I haven't had a quest bar in months. (laughs) Not according to this paper. So like I don't keep an actual journal. I don't have a cute notebook. I mean, I do, but they're all empty. Right. (laughs) But on my desk, on my paper, on my worksheets, I have all the little things like eight, you know, pack of 100 calorie almonds, blah, 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 ate beef jerky. You know, it's all there because the problem is you forget, mm-hmm. especially the older we get, we forget everything. Yeah. Like, uh, so people are like, I didn't eat anything today. My mom's always telling me I ate nothing today. I'm like, mom, I saw you eat a <sighs> breakfast sandwich. Then I saw you eat an orange. Don't say you didn't eat anything. So like, if you write it down, it's there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like right there and you can't sort it- of forget. It also helps you make better choices if you know you're going to write it down. Mm-hmm. Like you're less likely to go eat handfuls of popcorn after lunch in the kitchen if you know you have to write if down you know you seven write and a half handfuls of popcorn. It's like it keeps you accountable. Right. And if you have the popcorn in your hands, you, <laughs> then you, you, can't, have, write. you can't even write. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and then also it's about your attitude. Like I always found growing up with my mom who was a yo-yo dieter, she had this very all or nothing attitude. And I feel like it's not beneficial Mm -hmm. if you're a person who's really trying to make smart choices and go on a diet or start to lose weight if you screw up and you think well i'm gonna go back next week you know i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. eat everything this week or i'm gonna eat everything today and start tomorrow i feel like the all or nothing attitude is Mm -hmm. bad and don't beat yourself up if you're not perfect you could always be good at your next meal or if you eat too much during the day you feel like you've snacked a lot and then five o'clock rolls around you can always 
skip dinner. If you think mm-hmm. you've already had way too many calories, just don't eat the next meal or you just make a smarter choice mm-hmm. for that next meal. It's not all or nothing. Yeah. I used to do that on a daily basis because I tried to lose weight so many years before I actually did. And that's what I would do. Like three, four o'clock, I would give up on myself. If I made a bad choice, had 300, 400 too many calories, I would give up. I still had hours of the day left and I would just throw in the towel. Yeah, that's the worst time to yeah. give up nighttime because it's hard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just go to sleep early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, what I would do is get on the treadmill mm-hmm. or try to like move more. Mm-hmm. So instead of eating more, move more. And that feels really good. Mm-hmm. But um, another thing you can do is just make very small changes and swaps. Like if you start out by really like paying attention to our top swaps, and that is everywhere in our world, be it the podcast we did early on or all over Hungry Girl Magazine, all over the website, there are lists of swaps. You mm-hmm. make little trade-outs and you can save so many calories. Yeah, and we'll put some links up on hungry-girl.com slash foodcast to some of those big swaps. But things like egg whites instead of eggs, almond milk instead of dairy milk, right? Yeah, the type of beef that you buy, mm-hmm. extra lean ground beef instead of regular beef, baked chips instead of regular chips, mm-hmm. all those things we'll help you with. Um, and then set mini goals. Like instead of saying, ah, I'm going to lose 50 pounds in the next six months. Just set smaller goals. Say, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to like drop a couple of pounds this week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, drink more water and try to stay full. Like mm-hmm. whatever you can do to set mini goals and drinking a lot of water is a good thing mm-hmm. to do in general, because I find especially there are a lot of times if I'm not drinking enough water, especially if I'm traveling and I think I'm really hungry and I'm always like mm-hmm. thinking about eating emergency mm-hmm. snacks. And then I'm realizing I just need a, drink a bottle of water mm-hmm. like I don't I don't mean a huge bottle but like I used to resent that tip because I thought please you know the idea that you're not you're not really hungry you're just thirsty and I'm like I know when I'm hungry and then I would do it I would force myself to chug a 16 ounce glass of water and I'm like she was right yeah that's <laughs> true it, it really helps it totally helps and doesn't dehydration make you feel hungry like that's yes kind of so that yeah okay. yeah and I by the way speak that's a good point because also something that makes me feel hungry and then now there's research about it when you don't get enough sleep, mm-hmm. I feel like the next day I'm just so hungry. Mm-hmm. So all these little things mm-hmm. play into it. And then did you see on the news last week, they say that natural or look, not natural light, like the light of a television. If you sleep with your TV on, you're going to gain weight. What? what? Yeah, there's like some study. We should it's put a link to It's not like subliminal study. messaging of like watching TV no, commercials I for bet. Capri no, Sun. It's, not. it's I, like you're not, it's, it's about not sleeping well enough and your hormones yeah. are affected. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're if you're not in REM sleep, so your body doesn't shut down when you go to sleep. Your body's actually, that's when it starts, that's when everything burns. So that totally makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't get it's, to like reset. Yeah, it's like we'll, charging your battery. We're going to find a link to that. Yeah. Something more official than what Mike just spouted yeah. off. <laughs> but it was but it was bad. It was like you gained 10 pounds over five years or something oh, or like even well, worse than that. Okay. Um, another thing that you should do to set yourself up for success is to fill your fridge with all the healthy good stuff that are ready for you to grab mm-hmm. and eat. So you always have some kind of a good snack. It's the, it's like the it's the big version of you always have emergency snacks yeah. on you. You always need your fridge, yeah. your fridge to be <laughs> your fridge. <laughs> you need your fridge to be filled with things that are yeah. good for you that are easy to make, yeah. easy ha- to put together. I have hand to mouth syndrome where it's like if I'm hungry like I just need to like yeah. put my hand in something. So baby carrots, frozen grapes, turkey slices like mm-hmm. i have to keep the healthy stuff we just yeah. bought a whole thing of uh grillo pickles at costco i was just gonna say pickles <laughs> pickles pickles yeah. pickles turkey yeah. pickles grapes whether they're frozen or not or in mm-hmm. my world mm-hmm. always have lots of fresh fruit mm-hmm. um it, fresh veggies it's just it's helpful and then another thing you want to move a lot so to me 
I don't know. I'm a slave to my Fitbit. I have this Fitbit Flex probably for the past like five or six years. Mm -hmm. It's the cheapest Fitbit. You probably they probably pay you to take it now. (laughs) At this point, there have been like 68 versions (laughs) of it, but I have it and I like it because it helps me know when I'm getting my active minutes and when I'm moving, Mm -hmm. and I pay attention to it. And I it makes me feel good if I've walked 15 or 16,000 steps, or if I have 40 active minutes, and you can. Get active minutes doing things you love. Like mm-hmm. go to the mall. You can try things on. Even in my own closet, I get active minutes by trying mm-hmm. things on. And if you have a pedometer or a, a flat, uh, Fitbit or any one of these trackers, even if you have an iPhone that mm-hmm. you're holding in your yep. hand. Health you calculator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's helpful. Do you, do you use one? Do you guys? No, I use the phone, the health app on, on my iPhone. But did you know that um, like my fitness pal, I'm sure the other ones do too, you can link up your Fitbit and your um, your health app on your iPhone to that and it can um, adjust your like your calorie intake, like your how many more calories you have left of the day. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But you have to put your food in. Um, yeah, you have to put your foot uh, in my yeah, fitness I never pal. Enter, it's like yeah. I, no, my, it, can it read what I wrote on yeah, the paper on my no. desk? Take no. a picture. If not, I'm, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Okay, so the next topic we're going to hit on, because I think we pretty much covered how to start and how to get started. This is a big one, and I I know we're sort of jumping way ahead, but I think it is the number one thing that we hear all the time. What do I do about hitting a weight loss plateau? Mm -hmm. Super common. Very, very common. Like We had some people like Kelly Kay. She said, when you hit a plateau or you're struggling, what can you do? Good question, Kelly Kay. Maris G. Why does that sound familiar? Jamie, is that your mom? That's my mom. (laughs) She says she's been maintaining a 45-pound weight loss for 47 years. Wow. Wow, Go Maris. And she wants to lose another 5 to 10, and it won't budge. And she's like, am I just used to eating the same way? Please help me. And then Dawn also says she's been maintaining weight loss for a long time and wants to lose another 5 to 10 and is really stuck. And sometimes those last 5 to 10 are the hardest to lose. I totally agree because I go up and down. Uh, not a lot, but as a 5-foot tall person, if I go up 5 or 7 pounds and down, it's like two sizes. Mm-hmm. And so I know a lot of times if I'm just like in recipe testing mode and in food eating mode in the office, I might gain a few pounds. Then all of a sudden it's time to go on TV. It's like, I want to look good in a dress on this show or Mm -hmm. that show. Mm -hmm. So I want to lose a little weight. So I experienced that same thing. And for me, it's about changing it up Mm. and really changing what I'm eating and really, really cutting out those things that I had to cut out in the beginning. Because right now, you know, I said I gave up all dry carbs. I'm not going to lie this morning. You know what I ate for breakfast? What? I had a half of an English muffin with smoked salmon and mm. some tomatoes and a little bit of fruit. But I Sounds ate that good. half of an English muffin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would never, if I'm trying to lose five to seven pounds quickly or whatever to really mm-hmm. shake things up, I'm not having a half of an English muffin. Mm-hmm. Maybe that sounds extreme, but I'm just not because I know those calories affect me differently. Right. I don't think it's extreme. I think it's knowing yourself and not kidding yourself. You know, it's you're basically doing yourself a favor. You know that that's going to trigger you to want to eat more throughout the day. Yeah. And I I do think that if people change the calorie counts, like sometimes I shake things up. It's like I know I'm eating a lot more on a Friday or Saturday. Then I'll say, you know what? I'm going to eat a thousand calories or eleven hundred, which some people say is really extreme. If you do it for one day, look, intermittent fasting, you're Mm -hmm. eating like zero calories. Mm -hmm. So do the calorie. What do you even call it? Calorie confusion. I don't even know what it sure. is. There's like a name for Me- it. Metabolic uh, confusion. <laughs> don't I don't know. just throw around Confucius. that word metabolic like you're a scientist. I throw it into everyday language all the time. What's the weather like? Well, there's it's a metabolic meta- storm coming. <laughs> 
No, but seriously, like if you, I find that that works. If you mm-hmm. like change up your calorie amounts, mm-hmm. that can help you. And then also if you focus on, I think the thing that works the best, because when I was dropping weight the fastest, I was eating in a boring way. Like I was eating the same thing mm-hmm. all the time. And I was eating whole foods. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I think the most the most controversial thing I was eating is like deli turkey slices. Mm-hmm. And that's not exactly a, like a necessarily a healthy thing. Um, but I would eat a lot of lean protein, fruits, vegetables, mm-hmm. and that's that. Like I wasn't really drinking soda and I wasn't eating a lot of sort of like swappy foods. Mm-hmm. I just was sticking to egg whites and salads and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that, I guess, in turn made me eat fewer calories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I, I hit a pretty serious plateau for about a year. So I lost 30 pounds and then that last 15 I just couldn't shake. And for me, it was absolutely, I realized, I went through my day and realized how many of those, like talk about cheating the system, like low point, like things that were one point, but if you had two of them, they were three, like they were high one point foods, you know, like, vita, that, like Vita Tops. Yes, exactly. Remember the days of the exactly. Vita Tops? Or those little candies. What the heck were those Chewies. You Fruities. Loved- Fruities. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you love these chocolate things from the chocolate car. Yes. From the diet yes, store. I remember. Those were delicious. But that's what my that's what my day looked like. It was a lot of low calorie, high fiber, fake foods, fiber, fake, like fiber. fake high fiber. And when I cut that stuff out and just for a couple of weeks, even fruits and veggies, replace them with it and just mostly whole foods, it like shocked my body into Mm-hmm. moving again and i'm not opposed to like i really did i tried the master cleanse mm-hmm. where you oh, drink yeah. that crazy lemonade with the mm-hmm. cayenne and i did that like day one you feel like you're gonna pass out and day two you really feel like oh my god this is i'm not human who can do this day three you have more energy than you've mm-hmm. ever had in your life i remember that week if you do it for like five days it's you might lose that weight like it mm-hmm. might be a good way to jump start mm-hmm. so anyone who's hit a plateau you might want to just try something extreme i don't I, like not unhealthy but a right. little bit more extreme Please remember, Hungry Gall is not a doctor. When in doubt, consult your consult physician. Your physician. Yeah, I have no cred. Uh, no, no <laughs> You've credentials. Got street cred. I've got street. Plenty You've of got street. grocery store cred. <laughs> plenty of grocery store cred. But I, I really, I have no um, credentials. But I do have a lot of friends who do have credentials. Yeah. And we talk a lot. We do. Well, yes. well you do. Yes. And you absorb <laughs> well, you do a too. lot really well. We know a lot. We do. Yeah. Despite the fact that we don't have official credentials. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's why people like us. Um... And then, again, it's good to track and measure everything. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's great. I'm not saying you have to carry a scale around with you, although I knew somebody who did carry a scale mm-hmm. around with them, and that is, like, not pleasant. You could be, like, Flava Flav and have a scale <laughs> around your neck. Just to have a big scale around your neck. But it is good to weigh and measure things because a lot of times you're eating more. You're like, this is only three mm-hmm. ounces of chicken, and it's seven. Mm-hmm. And a good example of that is salmon, because I eat a lot of salmon, and mm-hmm. salmon is kind of high in calories, mm-hmm. and it's high in fat. It's very, very healthy, but when they serve you that slab of salmon, mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. it's like 11 ounces oh, of yeah, salmon. easily. And that's a, that could be like 1,000 calories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's good to measure and mm-hmm. weigh your food. All right, Just, I have a new idea. Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. It's called the wallet scale. So it's a scale <laughs> that fits in your wallet or the wallet could Was be the wallet itself a scale. a scale. Yeah. And so you put it down on the table, you put a piece of, uh, you know, uh, uh, deli paper, whatever that stuff's called. And you deli put, paper. Yeah. You put your meat on there. Your, your How can the fruit. iPhone not do this already? Yeah. yeah the, the iPhone, iPhone should, should be do an app, it. a yeah. scale app. They can I bet do there it. Is one. It's a pedometer. It can totally be a yeah. food That's app. a good idea. We're stealing it, making it yep. an app. But thanks, Mike. But, <laughs> but wallets, because then we can sell wallets too. People oh, use boy. wallets? 
No? Don't quit your day. Actually, the phone will eventually be our wallet anyways. So, makes sense. Let's keep it on the phone. Will it, you think? Oh, yeah. We're going to be a cashless society within like 15 years, I bet. But I never well, have cash in my wallet. It's exactly. It's the last thing I, I have this, in my this wallet. This conversation is plateauing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Talk about plateauing. Okay. Next thing you need to do is add some exercise. Like, move around. Move. I've mm-hmm. been bad lately. Like, I have not been on the Peloton in a long time. I try to do other stuff, and I mm-hmm. did. When I was away in Boston last week, I was, I was walking 15, 16,000 steps mm-hmm. a day, 20,000 steps one day. And it feels good to move. And mm-hmm. if you have your active minutes, and I try to do stair climbing at home. Mm-hmm. I do, like... I I go because I have these big staircases in my mm-hmm. house. I go up and down and up and down. Move. Just do anything to move. Exercise is key. I would say, and we've covered this before, it's not about exercising to lose weight, but exercise is great for maintenance and it helps you burn extra calories. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem is sometimes people overcompensate and they think if they do a little exercise, they have to eat more. It's not the case, but you do need to move. Mm-hmm. You should move. I think too, the same way you talked about changing up your food, and like shaking up your routine, do the same thing with exercise. Like if you are, it's another thing I was doing. I was in a rut where I was literally walking on a treadmill and watching TV. I was kidding myself into thinking I was burning calories. It was still great start for me to get active. But then when I hit that plateau, I started bike riding, not, not crazy bike riding, like around the neighborhood bike riding, but But it it was was still moving more. I wish I was a runner. Mm. I wish I could run. Meh. Not for me. I'm not a runner. It's really hard on your knees and your ankles. Like you really have to be in good shape mm-hmm. to, to run. Like it's not, it's not easy. I tried running a couple of weeks ago and it's just, I was in pain for a day and a half, probably two days. Like it was just, it's just, it's tough. It's tough on your body. Yeah. Yeah. Got to find what works for you. All right. And my last tip, this is just my personal tip that I'm trying to tell everybody. I don't know why, because it works so well for me. If you reduce your starchy carbs, mm. it's going to help you. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something about bread or crackers, or rice, or potatoes, like a lot of those starchy carbs, they are just, they're a killer. They're they, like they're, energy zappers too. Like they make me, they put me in a little bit of a food coma. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. If I have any sugar, mm-hmm. I Same. get into a coma. Like I, I fall right to sleep. Mm-hmm. But whatever it is that's going to make you eat more, I f- to me, starchy carbs, even if it's breakfast cereal, anything that's like a starchy carb, it really makes me crave mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. So if you're really trying to be serious about it, my advice reduce those starchy carbs. And then we also did a whole podcast, right? It was like the top eight ways to mm-hmm. overcome a weight loss plateau episode. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, that's a good one. It was great. Yeah. Yeah, so find it. How <laughs> we'll, do they find it? We'll link to it on the Foodcast page as well. Oh, good idea. All right, next topic. How to handle emotional or mindless eating. Jamie, you're a pro in My this life. area. <laughs> it's your life. Like I have to say, I, I eat all the time Like, and I'm always hungry. I'm not really an emotional eater. I feel like sometimes even if I'm sad, like I eat less. Mm. So it's, but so many people like Mm -hmm. Mary D, are there any good resources for dealing with emotional eating? And Johnny, is it Johnny or Joni? Looks like Johnny. I think it's Johnny. Johnny H. How do I avoid nighttime mindless eating? There's just a lot of people that are like, help me, help me, help me. Um, One thing that you can do, and this does work for me, like, and it's not about me being an emotional eater. It's like, if I'm hungry, I look for a distraction. Mm. My number one distraction is shopping. <laughs> Anytime I'm hungry, if I go to Nordstrom Rack, I don't think about food. It could be three hours. If I go to the mall, I'm not thinking about food. Yeah, that works for me too. Distraction? Yeah. And also, it took me years to find a hobby, something I actually enjoy doing. Like, I'm just not a you good really relaxer. Found one, I know. Now I go overboard. But she's a crafter, people. <laughs> she makes, 
She was all over the coaster thing for a while. Now yeah. she's all about the candles. Yeah. Your yeah. candles are like, I want to eat your candles. <laughs> <laughs> Calorie free. <laughs> we'll, we'll link to those candles too oh, because you. you are. So this this hobby helped be a distraction for you. Yeah, like when People I'm can distract themselves by buying the candles. There you go. Shop, it's shopping, shopping. And, and crafting <laughs> at one. Um, no, but it really does. I feel like when you, because it's when my head is like, when my mind is wandering and I'm just like, it's, I need to distract it. I need to give myself something to focus on. When I'm working on my crafts, when I'm making candles, I, f- I forget. And I never forget about food. I am not that person that's like, oh, I forgot to eat lunch today. Mm-hmm. I know. I hate those people. Ironically, no the candles are, f- are food flavor. Yes. Are food so scented. you're not forgetting about food because <laughs> all you're true. doing is sniffing food. <laughs> but anyway, I agree. Distraction. And like for me, too, part of distraction is like change my environment. So when I'm at work, sometimes I get like that afternoon lull and I'm sort of like, oh, the food in the kitchen looks good. I will immediately, I'll ask you, can take I take Lolly for a I walk? Lolly Lolly yeah. benefits from that. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I'm not, it's totally selfish. <laughs> it helps me more than her. And then drink a lot of water. I know I just mentioned that a little while ago, but it really does help um, if you're thinking about not mindlessly eating because you think you're hungry, just drink some water and that'll be a distraction mm-hmm. as well. And you should just remove whatever it is that's so tempting to you. Mm-hmm. Like I know when I'm trying to be good about not mindlessly eating, the worst thing you can do is walk into the pantry and have like bags of chips and mm-hmm. popcorn and things mm-hmm. just staring at you. Hide the stuff. Yeah, do a, you know, spring cleaning. Spring clean that pantry. Get rid of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and if you know, like in my house, there are some, we have earthquake supplies mm-hmm. all over the place. And some of the stuff we have, it's like big jars of peanut butter and cashews. And if that stuff was not hidden in cabinets and in places that I didn't mm-hmm. need a ladder to get to, mm-hmm. I would be like, hey, I want those cashews, the mm-hmm. earthquake yeah. supply cashews. But I remove I remove them mm-hmm. from my Mental line note, of sight. that earthquake supply kit should be yeah, you should not really... on a ladder. You should be able to have access to it like ready like not my husband saw it hidden, reach it but okay as long as he can or it's reach under it. a bed yeah it or it's be, a little high up yeah it should be um like under a bed or it shouldn't a, be in the freezer you mean in case like the freezer doesn't work well your, your freezer will work for 24 hours after the earthquake all right i think the takeaway here is mike you need to double check our earthquake kit and make sure i didn't eat all of the nutrient dense yeah, uh, power bars I, didn't even th- I can't believe i didn't even think about putting peanut butter in that earthquake kit yeah what? you have to it lasts a long time yeah and then just keep like healthy snacks around that's like yeah. a given yeah always talking about that but keep the healthier stuff around and then if you really need help i have to say i have a friend heather jones officially she's heather k jones heather j Cone. do we know heather k jones.com do we know what the k stands for karen i don't know we'll have to ask her we're gonna ask her but she's great i love her she is so inspirational and she's got this her whole thing is like feel better eat better and she likes to help you feel better as a person. And she says, if you feel better and you're in that right mindset, you're going to make smarter eating choices. And she happens to have this whole weight loss mindset challenge. It's like this 31 day challenge that you can sign up for. And I I don't know, she has videos Mm -hmm. and little workshops Mm -hmm. and there's support group online. She's terrific. So if you need a little bit of a kick and you need someone to help you, I, I love her. Yeah, it's a really great resource. I signed up for the Mindset Challenge just to see what it was all about. You get access to a private Facebook group that's like really supportive women that are struggling with the same things. You get these like little motivational um, graphics that you can kind of like put on your desktop. To you know, yeah. it's just really a lot of self love. And and Heather is just a terrific person. Like if I sit there, if I go, you know, if she comes to a book signing or we're out for drinks or if I just see her for lunch. 
you just sit when you talk to her like mm-hmm. you're like mesmerized by her first of all she's beautiful and she was struggling her whole life with weight loss until i don't know when i don't want to say her whole life but she used to have food issues and so everything she says just really resonates mm-hmm. and now by the way she does a lot of work with gina oh skinny yeah she's taste. a skinny taste she's nutritionist the, mm-hmm, yeah oh, wow. so together those two are a powerhouse mm-hmm. love both of those girls they're great but um definitely check out heather's um her website heatherkjones.com and we'll you find out do with the, the jingle K. that was great <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna send that to her with a bill <laughs> jk um all right the next topic fat burning and metabolism jennifer asks should i give her a last name jennifer c jennifer c says are there types of foods that specifically can aid in boosting metabolism and fat burning i have that same question I have been trying to get an answer there for that question. I always ask my professionals about that one because that one's definitely over my head. Mm-hmm. So today we are turning to our friend, Monica Reinagel. She is also known as the Nutrition Diva, but mm-hmm. she's a sweetheart. She's not a diva. I love that name, though. It's the cool. Nutrition Diva. Yeah. yeah. She's a licensed nutritionist and author and the host of a weekly podcast called the Nutrition Diva. Mm-hmm. So let's see what Monica has to say. You know, there are some foods that can increase your metabolism, and that could theoretically cause your body to burn a little bit more fat. Examples are things like green tea or cayenne pepper or vinegar. And sometimes you'll see these referred to as fat-burning foods. And while it's true that these foods can increase your metabolism, the devil is in the details. A teaspoon of cayenne pepper, which, by the way, is an awful lot of cayenne pepper to take in, might cause you to burn an extra 10 or at most 20 calories per day. It would take an awfully long time for that to add up to a noticeable difference. So I think we can feel free to include these metabolism boosters in our diets, but probably best not to expect any miracles. Hmm. All right, sounds Helpful and depressing at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) No, but speaking of the cayenne pepper, like I do find if I eat spicy foods, Mm -hmm. they make me eat less. Well, and they make you drink more water. Drink more water, you feel fuller. And so there's another benefit to that. All right, the next topic. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. The 80-20 approach. I don't know if you know what that is. Yeah. Mike knows because he works here. Because of the episode we did, yeah. We did a whole 80-20 episode. Yeah. I was, I'm glad you were awake for that. I was. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. He's awake 80% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's his 80-20 approach to life. Um, but Penny, uh, who's by Penny M. Oh, yeah, is that it's, our it's friend Penny? Penny, yeah. oh, Penny thought, who's been on the Hungry Girl I Cruises. I thought it was our dog Penny. No, no. no. <laughs> it's Penny. Did you first employ your 80-20 rule when you were dieting or maintaining? That's a very good question, actually. And for me, I really mostly started doing that when I was maintaining. Um, but having been an 80-20 advocate and a pro in the 80-20 world since then I've sort of changed. What Can you like just sort of generalize what does 80-20 mean? Yes. So it means that 80% of the time I am making, I mean the general meaning is 80% of the time you're making smart food choices, you're doing the right thing, you're feeling like whoever was watching you would be proud of you. <laughs> 20% of the time you're loosening the reins and you're maybe having a bite of this or a bite of that or just not being as strict. Okay. But there are different ways to approach 80-20. Mm-hmm. Like even if now I approach 80-20, like if I'm, I'll give you a perfect example. Like I am now in a sort of, I'm watching my calories. Mm-hmm. I did have that half of an English muffin this morning. That's my 20 mm. today. today. That's my today in that zone 20. So it's more like with the carb approach to yes. normally your fruits and lean protein when you're in weight loss mode. So your 20% is the English muffin. Exactly. 
But to some people, the 20% is, a, is two bites of cheesecake right. or like part of a dessert. Mm -hmm. It can mean whatever it means to you on that day or any time. But I just think it helps keep you accountable. Yeah. And it, it, it'll reel you back if you feel like you're sort of spinning in any way. My 80-20 is with um, like artificial sweeteners and fake ingredients that like most of the time I really am. You People look at me and they say, oh, you're such a healthy eater and I am. But I allow myself 10 to 20 percent. I have those sweet coffee drinks in the morning and they're probably only like 20 calories. And yeah, I use things like sugar-free coffee, mate. It, it makes my lifestyle realistic. It makes yeah. me able to do the healthy 80% of the time because I have those little treats. Exactly. I do the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Like I really cut out most of the artificial sweeteners that were in my life. Mm -hmm. And I was someone like back in the day when I first launched Hungry Girl, I was that person who used three Splendas in my iced coffee. Mm -hmm. Like I just did that. And mm -hmm. now I 90% of the time or maybe 80% of the time <laughs> I'm not having it. But like if I make my cocktails, mm -hmm. which I do and I love my little slushies, I'll use those drink mixes. Crystal and those, light, yeah. Yeah, they either have Splenda or Aspartame, mm -hmm. but I just, and sometimes Truvia mm -hmm. or like a, a Stevia thing. But for the most part, I don't have that. So yeah. it's, that's your personal 80-20. Well, I feel like it goes along with that whole, like when we were talking about getting started, getting rid of the all or nothing attitude. That can mm -hmm. be such a barrier to success because if you have that 100% all or nothing attitude that's really hard to live up to yeah and you get really, discouraged it's hurtful it's mm -hmm. hurtful to your overall cause so even if it's about eating whole foods versus packaged foods or all natural versus not natural eating at home versus eating out um w whether i don't know it's just about and don't beat yourself up mm -hmm. again it's okay that's mm -hmm. the most important thing so eating 80 percent peanut butter and 20 oh, percent vegetables <laughs> that's that's good uh, that's, that's different you're yeah. mixing this up oh it should be the other way yeah 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 eat i wouldn't 20, even okay. i wouldn't even say eat 20 percent peanut butter <laughs> okay <laughs> that's just but me. i i would guess that his sandwiches are 80 percent peanut butter and 20 percent jelly oh yeah no <laughs> yeah, question that is that's yeah. that works yeah but you know and these days because i live with someone who is a practicing vegan my niece mm -hmm. eats vegan food and, and like i am such an animal lover i do like i try to say okay i'm not gonna have meat on this day or mm -hmm. i'm gonna go with you and eat vegan food or eat vegetarian at least for a while mm -hmm. that's another way to eat 80 20 mm -hmm. or like the whole because they do say the flexitarian diet mm -hmm. is like super helpful yeah. and a flexitarian means it basically is you eat what you want when you want it but like sometimes you're a vegetarian occasionally mm -hmm. you'll have a little bit of meat you're just mm -hmm. more flexible yeah right it's a good name yeah flexitarian Right. anyway so it can work any way you want it to work it's mm -hmm. whatever you want it to be you just have to hold yourself accountable mm -hmm. all right final topic of the day what is a typical day of eating for me that's is that really a topic i guess it is well it was our it was our lizzie. final question i thought it was a good one <laughs> lizzie r says you should share a typical full day of eating it would be interesting and helpful to hear how you implement what you discuss and maybe how you also deviate from the strictness the strictness as well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I mean, we may have touched on a little of this, but a typical day of eating for me, I'll just run down. Like I wake up really early in the morning and I like to start my day with my special drink. Like I have this drink. It's like this, my potion. It's got um, a little bit of vitamins. I use E-Boost and I use uh, some collagen and a little bit of Metamucil and I make this drink. And that drink depending on the day, probably has 40 to 60 calories in it. Mm -hmm. And then I'll have a piece of fruit at some point or maybe an egg white or two, like a hard-boiled egg white. So like I start my day with maybe around 100 calories early in the morning. Okay. Then mid-morning, I'll have some another 200 calories somehow, whether it be a yogurt or 
if there's recipe testing here in the morning, I'll eat something. But I know like before lunch, sometimes I'll have up to 300 calories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's about having like a, like a faye with an, a small apple or something of that nature or more egg whites because like mm-hmm. I'm a protein maniac. Mm-hmm. And I will always have containers of egg beaters and egg whites and I just throw them in a mug and, and mix them up and add truffle salt, which is my favorite. Um, on a day where we're not recipe testing, I would say lunch is going to be more of a salad. Mm-hmm. On a recipe testing day, like it's so unpredictable here. Mm-hmm. But I will always try to say, okay, I'm going to do, I'll go back to the kitchen. I'll say, Aaron, I'm going to try to have 350 calories worth of stuff, mm-hmm. whether we're trying products and um, or recipes. But that's probably not the most helpful for this. But I would probably eat something like lots of chopped romaine lettuce with grilled chicken, lots of veggies. I go easy on the dressing. I'm not a dressing person. Um, dinner often will be sushi, which mm-hmm. is, I, I get some sashimi and some sushi, but then I eat probably, I always get very little rice and I don't even eat all the rice, but I need some rice. Mm-hmm. I am a person, even when I'm going strict, I really have to eat a little bit of rice. Mm-hmm. So I do I do that. That maybe is an 80-20 thing. Maybe. In the world of sushi. Conversations make me want sushi. Go <laughs> on. I know. I better get sushi tonight. <laughs> yeah. And I eat a lot of fruit. I really do. Like, I'm not a person that you won't catch me at home eating a whole lot of, like, baked chips or even, you know, occasionally. I do always keep, like, enlightened ice cream in my house, but maybe I eat that once every week or two. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's mostly like I night. push it on my guests because everybody mm-hmm. loves it and I'm such a fan. But I do, like my emergency snacks are things like 100 calorie packs of nuts and I eat a lot of the meat sticks and jerky and fresh fruit. I'll always have a bar. I don't eat a bar every day. Like mm-hmm. I know people that eat bars every day. Bars are more for travel. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just like laying low and home for a while, I do tend to eat pretty like boring food. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of grilled salmon, a lot of grilled chicken, a lot of steamed broccoli. Um, I eat a lot of veggie noodles if I'm making food at home. So, and I do love everything from Trader Joe's. So I have a lot of cauliflower and yoki in my mm-hmm. freezer. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah. I okay, think that's good. great for people to hear. Yeah, I mean, do you splurge? Yeah, sure, but mostly on the weekends, mm. and it's mostly when I'm out. Do you splurge? Do you I don't cheat day, do you? No, I don't believe in a cheat day per se. Maybe it would. It definitely works. I believe it works for people. Mm-hmm. Like if people are, if that's their 80, 20. Right. But you do more like works. a cheat, not even cheat meal. Like you'll, right. you'll have, I don't, you know, a cheat is like a weird word because it has such a negative connotation, but you'll True. allow yourself to have, like, I know if you go out to your favorite restaurant, like the pretzel bread or yeah. a few bites of the cake, that's sort of like, yes, I do. But, and that's not really typical. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I will often, if we go to the deli, there's this like giant, I don't know, it's the deli that you guys like to loveys. Mm-hmm. They have this giant brownie sundae mm-hmm. that's like the size of this table. Mm-hmm. Wow. And like, if anybody orders it, like probably only once, one out of every like five times that thing comes to the table, will I stick my spoon in it and take a bite of that. But I do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it is, it's just not typical. Mm-hmm. That's not what I typically eat. I do eat a lot of Greek yogurt and I eat a lot of veggies and I eat a lot of fish and I eat a lot of, I love beef. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I don't eat a lot of it. I used to. Mm-hmm. I think 80% of the time when I'm in a restaurant, I order salmon now. And I used to order a lot of like yeah, filet. I remember you still love steak. Yeah. I still love steak. I yeah. just, I don't know what it is. I just feel like I don't eat it. So I'm kind of boring. Um, but that's and what it, works for you. Yeah. And you eat a lot of the same things over and over too. Yeah. So if, if you find out what works for you, it stick with it. Yeah. One right? of the things that really was like a game changer for me is I used to be a grazer. So like morning to night, there was no opportunity. Even if it was healthy foods, I would just graze and eat all day. 
And now I probably eat three meals and three snacks a day. And it sounds like a lot, but it's like thoughtful. It's like I know I'm having one snack between breakfast and lunch and that's it. And I'm not just going to eat. Go right. I'm not just going to eat from breakfast straight through lunch. So it's like if I have an apple or my oatmeal, that's my snack. And it keeps me, you know, I, I like eating every few hours. Yeah. And that's what does happen to me here because a lot of times like very rarely do I eat lunch here. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always either like picking on recipes or I'm well, eating a bite yeah. of this recipe or a bite of that recipe. So yeah. I mean, you're eating a meat. You're just not sitting down and eating right. a meal, but you're getting probably 300 calories. Yeah, just for from sure. All I'm eating enough food. Yeah. But if I fooled myself into thinking I was just tasting things right. and then I had a big giant salad, that would be mm-hmm. too much. So it's, you know, but I'm the, I'm not, I'm not normal, not normal. in that way <laughs> or in many other right. ways. Um, so good that uh, this, and that wraps up this episode. I think it was really helpful. Yeah, I kind yeah. of want to listen back to it and hear some of like, it's it's just these are good reminders. These are things that we sort of know and talk about a lot, but really like thinking about them as these are like our, this is our toolbox, yeah. you know? It's And now it's your toolbox. Yeah. So I hope you liked it. Will you guys let us know what you think? I mean, again, we, we record these podcasts and sometimes we get feedback, but we love, love, love hearing what you like and what helps. So if you could... Just send us an email at I like when you send it to suggest at hungry-girl.com because I see them. But you could also send it to podcast at hungry-girl.com. If you want to say anything mean about me, send it to podcast, podcast at hungry-girl.com. Yeah. So send, send it to the trash can. I don't want to hear it. Mike will read it and he won't share it with me, but some things I see. But you can also just go to our Facebook page and like post there or go into the community. Mm-hmm. Make sure you sign up for daily emails so you can get inspirational and delicious tips and recipes and whatever every single day, Monday to Friday. Um, and that's at hungry-girl.com. Um, what else? Where else could they go? What's Chew in the community on Facebook? If you just go to our Facebook page and click on groups or community, mm-hmm. join mm-hmm. us there. Lots yep. of great support. Yep, they can yep. call. Yeah, they can call Mike at 805-380-8075. I memorized it. Do you notice that? Yeah, I'm so proud down. of you. And if yeah. you leave a message, you could talk to all of us there. Sometimes people just talk to Mike and then Jamie and I feel like, hey, <laughs> we're <laughs> Mike, too. Mike gets it first, but then yeah. we'll hear it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll send it off to you if, it's, right. if it's nice. If they're mean. No, we haven't had any mean no calls. No mean. Everyone's nice to us. And we don't get any mean podcast messages either on the podcast email. So don't people, jinx it. People love. like us. Yeah. They love us. And if you want all the highlights from this episode, you can go to hungry-girl.com slash foodcast. Yes. That's important because there's a lot of good stuff today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it. We'll be back soon, right? With yep. another podcast? Yep. <laughs> Maybe not quite so serious. Hopefully. So, <laughs> something where we can eat food. <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to say goodbye now. So I'm Lisa Lillian, also known as Hungry Girl. Till next time, chew the right thing. <laughs>